0: Welcome to Cat Chat, brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, the wonderful private company owned by Dr. Elsie, a feline-only veterinarian whose personal mission is to formulate litters that keep cats using the litter box, which keeps them in their loving homes. I'm Tracy Hotchner, the author of The Cat Bible, Everything Your Cat Expects You to Know. My mission is to entertain, educate, and inspire cat lovers like you to give their kitty cats the best possible life in nutrition, affection, and environmental enrichment. With Dr. Elsie's support, the Cat Chat Show brings you interviews with cat authors and experts, some old favorites, some new conversations, so you can better understand and appreciate your own feline family members. Dr. Elsie's is also the founding and continuing sponsor of my New York Cat Film Festival, short films from around the world that celebrate the kitty cat, which will be back in theaters, starting on Global Cat Day, October 16th, around the country, and will travel nationwide through 2022. Meantime, thanks to Dr. Elsie's, you can now see streaming versions of earlier festivals for free on Tubi TV. It is so great to have Dr. Michael Delgado back. We have so many cat things to discuss. And along with all the very practical, everyday, sure, I need to know that sort of things, I really want to ask you, Michael, what's up with cats using the human toilet? Is that really a thing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, some people do train their cats to use the toilet. Um, Occasionally, you will find a cat who spontaneously uses the human toilet, although those are pretty rare. I've only known of a few of them in the 21 years I've been working with cats. Um, but a lot of people get the idea that maybe they should toilet train their cats um, so they don't have to maintain a litter box. Um, maybe they think it's more convenient. I'm not a huge fan. I'll just say that right off the bat.
0: So um, I had a I feeling that a might be guess. the case. I mean, just from <laughs> basically the idea that a human toilet is not ergonomically designed for a cat, mm-hmm. for one thing. And also sure. they don't naturally eliminate into a deep well that might have water yep, so at the too. bottom but i mean did people do this because they they okay their own convenience oh i hate having a litter box or was it mm-hmm. do you think it, for some people it's those cats that they never the humans never really took the time to get a box that was the right shape and height for the cat's comfort and or the right substrate in the in terms of the litter the cat liked I mean, uh, is that part of the reason? I guess we have to back this up and say, what's so (laughs) terrible about a litter box for a cat? Because scratching and going in the dirt or sand is natural for them. So what is this this thing about the paw feel? That's something that Dr. Elsie's has actually come out. I think it's a new litter or maybe they've always had it. I just read a little something about it recently. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that the paw feel meant mattered that much or they're just some super sensitive kitties who care more about what they it feels like to step in the the litter box.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think some cats are just sensitive in general about the litter box, the cleanliness, right? And yes. some of us are the same way. I yes. mean, you know, when I go to a gas station and it's gross, I'm going to wait till the next stop to use the restroom, right? Yep. So um so Certainly there are some cats, if you put sand in a box and you barely scoop it, they'll probably still faithfully use it. The poor cats, I feel terrible for them, but they, you know, they're very compliant, I guess you yes. would say. Yes. Um, whereas other cats are very particular. If it's not the right sand, it's not the right shape or size or type of box, it's not clean enough, they are going to look for another place to eliminate. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure you're maintaining the litter box to your cat's needs. I think to to go back to like why would people even think of using yes. a toilet or yes. training their cat to use a toilet? It's a human centered perspective, right? Yes. I use the toilet; it's convenient. Therefore, my cat should use the toilet because it would be more convenient than giving my cat what they actually need.
0: Yeah, I'm just box with things. Yes, agreed, and that's why I'm not a fan of it either. On the other hand, you say there's some cats that might one in a million do it spontaneously, what would what would mm-hmm. possibly encourage or get, what would get in a cat's brain that would make think, oh, I think <laughs> I'll stand on this white, slippery surface and aim into this deep hole? Why would a cat even think that? I mean, someone might say, yeah. well, the cat watched me and did it. The cat doesn't know you're peeing.
1: Yeah, honestly, I don't. It could be smells. It could be... Um, you know, that maybe the owner rewarded certain behaviors. Like I said, it's very uncommon, but I have known a few people whose cats did it. And I honestly can't say if it was just a weird glitch, like, or maybe the litter box was just, so terrible that you know, the cat was like, okay, this looks like a reasonable alternative. I mean, sometimes we do see cats with like urinary tract infections or other problems start to seek out um, sinks and tubs. So oh. I wouldn't rule out some kind of um, seeking of a cool surface, or maybe they don't like sand. I mean, we do have the occasional cats that don't prefer sandy substrate. So, you know, there's a whole suite of reasons, but you know, I think that the main thing is just, it's it's very uncommon for a cat to spontaneously use the human toilet. And in fact, when people do train their cats to use the toilet. It's a pretty intensive training process that can take weeks or months. Like the amount of effort that people put into training their cats to use a toilet, it would be much easier to just maintain the litter box, if you ask me. <laughs> yeah, um, or, and it would be much less stressful for the cat.
0: Right. And and putting a, a second litter box, hey, there's a, a, a novel idea. Novel we know idea. we're supposed to have... <laughs> If possible, I know people live in, in cramped quarters, often in apartments, but you're supposed to have one sure. per cat and then one for the house, which I guess yep. theoretically means for one cat, two litter boxes. But if you if you yep. scoop it twice a day and you also yep. empty everything out of it, theoretically, I mean, the best standard, as I've always known it to be, is that once a week you empty out even the clean litter. You don't have to throw it away. You can put it into another container, And you scrub out the box with soap and hot water, and you rinse it, and you dry it, and then you put either fresh or gently used litter back in it. People don't do that. Or, you know, it may not be good for the planet, but I've always said use an underbed box. You know, all these big box stores Mm -hmm. sell them for $5, throw the lid away, Mm -hmm. and then throw the box away after X number of months because the plastic does absorb the odors, right?
1: Yeah, we usually say once a year or so is a good time to um, replace your litter boxes uh, because they do get scratched. They can, um, can uh, basically attract bacteria and get contaminated with odor. So it's it's certainly a good idea. And I agree with you. You don't have to throw away the litter after one week. Um, it's, it's definitely, um, you know, I, I keep litter a little bit longer because honestly, I think that the cats, if it's scooped regularly, one that prevents the litter from getting very gross where we see litter getting stinky and gross is when you're not scooping it and right. the litter clumps are breaking down you've got microparticles and and all kinds of funky stuff going on in there but when you scoop regularly the, the litter itself stays fairly clean and it probably has a little bit of your cat scent which they might actually like a little bit of scent.
0: yeah yeah like it's, it, it's, it's an encouragement yeah mm-hmm. yeah all right so these people that have anyone come to you 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 consult with people you are a a cat mm-hmm. behavior consultant, it's what you do for a living. Have people yep. said, knock, knock, I really want to teach mm-hmm. my cat to use the litter box and and jump through a, a burning, flaming ring and go in the circus? I mean, they seem about equal to me as something a cat would really want to do. But have people approached you and said, can you, shall we? Uh,
1: train their cat,
0: to use the toilet? Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, I said litter do. box. Um, I meant toilet, oh, Be you beg did. your pardon. yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, yes, we, I, I do get those requests. Um, I don't, I do not offer that service. So I explained to people um, that I I don't think that toilet training cats is, is a good idea for the cats and why, and that I'm nice. sorry, I'd, have, I'd be happy to help them with their litter box set up and, um, you know, help them with managing whatever they find about uh, maintaining the litter box difficult, but I do not offer toilet training as a service because I don't think it's a good option for most cats. Uh, the toilet is elevated. Like you said, it's slippery. It doesn't allow them to engage in natural behaviors like covering their waist right. and digging in sand. Um, the position can be very uncomfortable, especially for an older arthritic cat. Um, it's you know, Like I said, the level of training that's involved. And honestly, most of the training um, techniques that I've seen for transitioning a cat to anything that's less than ideal, whether it's a breeze system or the toilet, is that they they recommend that you keep the existing litter box very dirty so that the cat will be driven away oh, from come the preferred litter box and use this alternative that you're offering them. Well, so that's I really that's mean. Really, I mean, yeah, that's heck. a way to treat an animal.
0: <laughs> Isn't is that interesting? So let's say five people in your career, I'm making up a number, have come to you and yeah. asked for this pretty much off the wall yeah. idea. When you explain to them all the things that we've just talked about, why it's not a cat-centric idea, why it isn't kind or humane or respectful. Did all, let's say there were five of them, did all five say, oh, I'm really glad you explained that? Or they say, oh, I'm going to go somewhere else. I'll go YouTube it.
1: Yeah, they usually don't email me back. So I assume that they don't <laughs> like my answer. Um, you know, and I'm just being honest. Like, it's not a good use of my time to help someone with something I don't think is humane. Of um, course. That's not like, you know, I, I don't... I, that's just not something I I feel comfortable doing. Just like I wouldn't, you know, help someone get their cat declawed. I something. knew you, you were going to say like... that. I just <laughs> I,
0: I felt like the next thing was my cat scratching. Do you know a a good vet? Well, there just so we're really yes. clear, folks, there are no good vets who would declaw, and yes. many states, thanks to the Paw Project, have now yes. outlawed declawing. So thankfully, thankfully, so, yes. so anyway, you know,
1: I have, I, you know, I have basically what's worth my time and energy to help people with if someone's really determined to train their cat to use a the toilet, there are, you know, plenty of places that will charge them lots of money for a training program and a little litter box that they can sit in their toilet. I mean, I don't want to use the litter box that my cats have been.
0: Thank you. You don't want to sit on the toilet. Yeah,
1: yeah exactly. You know, I, <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that aside, I mean, you know, I, I just think, you know, again, it gets back to what's natural for cats and what do they need? They need a clean, sandy substrate to eliminate in. That's what they're used to. And, of course, there's always going to be those outliers on either end. But we're, when we talk about, like, cats need X, Y, or Z, we're usually talking about what most cats prefer, what research has shown cats prefer Sandy litter that's unscented. Um, cats prefer that the litter box is scooped regularly. Um, these are things that help your cat enjoy going to the bathroom. Like we all want to be comfortable when we eliminate, right? We, you know, some of us find the bathroom, you know, to be a pretty important place. And the same
0: is true for their <laughs> cats. So, Definitely. Um, what is your I think feeling? So what? much
1: effort into avoiding cleaning the box.
0: Just yeah, it's it's, yeah. It, it's really nonsensical. What about? I wasn't aware that cats were seeking out a bathtub or a sink if they mm-hmm. had an acceptable litter box. So they're doing that because they're having burning and pain because they have a urinary tract infection, is that what's presumed? That is what is presumed. I mean, we can't
1: read our cats' minds, right? So we can only go based on their behavior and like health indicators, um, but that has been something that a lot of consultants Consultants have observed. A lot of veterinarians have reported. Um, you know, whenever a cat is not using their litter box consistently, then you always want to take a good hard look at the litter box, I and mean, you want to make sure your cat's healthy. That's actually step number one: is make sure your cat's not having any medical issues that might be contributing to litter box avoidance. And you know, urinary tract infections are more common in older cats. So when you have a younger cat who's avoiding the litter box, we're looking more at things like uh, feline idiopathic cystitis, crystals. So you want your cat to be checked out by the vet if your cat's defecating outside the litter box and you you know definitely wanna to talk to your vet because that is often related to things like GI upset and uh, diarrhea or constipation. Um, so once you've ruled out medical problems, then you gotta take a hard look at your litter box and make sure, or litter boxes, and make sure they're suiting your cat's needs, that you're scooping enough, that they're in a location that works for your cat, um, that you're using a litter that your cat prefers, um, you're keeping it nice and clean and um and then of course if that's not solving the problem then we are often looking at an emotional or stress related situation and right. in that case i usually do recommend working with a vet or a behaviorist to help get at the root cause because um sometimes the cat's stress is um is not obvious to us or um maybe your cat's response to stress is not uh proportionate to the the stress in the environment but it's actually right. your cat is just more sensitive to stress and so we really want to help those cats um rather
0: than toilet train them. Yeah, that's a really good point because I've talked about it a lot. You and I have talked about it that that Mm -hmm. although living in a house with people is how cats now live, and many of them are born and bred to do exactly that, it isn't Mm -hmm. safe and comfortable and secure feeling to them, even if you think, God, I've given them this great – House and that they've got vertical space and they've got windows to look out and they've got nice clean litter boxes and nice wet food and maybe they have a friend they like or maybe you promise to never give them another cat. But the <laughs> fact is they are both predator and prey. And there is mm-hmm. an aspect to being a cat on this planet where you're anxious, where you're looking over your mm-hmm. shoulder. And I think that's Absolutely. something that we just don't realize. They look mellow and serene and purr when we're stroking them or they're sitting in a sunny patch, but they're always have to have a third eye open. Don't they? I mean, it's the nature of being a cat. It's, it's not comfortable. You're always in danger of something. That's how you're wired if you're a cat and some are more tuned into that part of their wiring. So I don't know. I just think that having a pheromone diffuser is never a bad idea I mean, Mm -hmm. some cats are more responsive to the calming effect than others, but we also want to make sure that we don't misunderstand how to use pheromone spray, right? It shouldn't be used anywhere near the litter box, or should it? Um,
1: Yeah, that's a a great question. I mean, I think the... um... The idea behind most pheromone products, I mean, there's kind of two kind of spins, like there's attract the cat to something or, you know, stop them from doing something. And, and you know, obviously these signals are very complicated. Um, we don't always understand exactly like what what all of, you know, cats have multiple pheromones. We, the um, products are, in, are designed to mimic certain ones. So the facial pheromones right. and then the, um, the metinatal pheromones. Um, the overall goal is to provide a like a calming effect for your cat. And so if you have um, stress in the household, then you know the plugins might be effective because you're diffusing the pheromones throughout the environment um, as opposed to like feel a scratch, which I don't know if that product still exists, but that was meant to like actually attract your cat to, I remember that, yeah. It, I don't know makes, if it exists yeah. either, but you were
0: supposed to put it on yeah. the very wonderful yeah. choices you gave your cat in things to scratch yeah. on, made for cats rather than the couch.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I'll say there's you know definitely other ways to address stress in the environment, um, as far as like providing enough resources for the number of cats you have and making sure they're distributed properly, um, providing your cats with exercise and enrichment, and I think also just understanding that if your cat is um, is not using a litter box and you, you know i provide all this nice stuff for my cat they've got trees they've got toys etc you know it's not like you you provide these things in exchange for your cat to like right. do something for you right, right. Is, we're parents we're parents or caretakers of our, our cats so they don't owe us something like the right. more toys you buy for them, the nicer they have to be, or, the you know, <laughs> it's really like um, addressing your cat's individual needs and their emotional needs. And, and they may vary from cat to cat. And like I said, some cats do appear to be prone to having kind of stress responses or, or being less tolerant of, like I said, litter box um, cleanliness or those sorts of things. So you have to kind of understand your cat as an individual as well and, and do the best you can to meet their needs. And sometimes that means calling in the professionals to help you out. Um, yes, but, and I and yeah. and in <laughs> wrapping
0: it up, I'd say that if you have a problem, it's not a question of gritting your teeth and bearing it and thinking, well, yeah. I'll buy one other litter choice or type, and if it doesn't work, well, then heck, this cat is just not <laughs> worth living with. It's good to yeah. get a professional. We we have run out of time, Michael. But Michael Delgado does really great long distance Zoom or telephone conferences with people all the time and if you have any litter box avoidance issues please don't look at your toilet as the solution use your fingers as they used to say about the yellow pages and and do some dialing and and get if not dr michael then another wonderful cat behavior consultant to help you thank you so much for helping us understand that the toilet is for us and you could still keep it clean but just the cat is irrelevant to that story
1: 100 percent. thanks tracy
0: Thanks for listening. I hope this conversation has deepened your understanding and affection for cats everywhere. It's been brought to you by Dr. Elsie's, which has broken new ground by creating a healthy, dry, and canned food for kitties called Clean Protein, which is inspired by the protein levels found in a cat's natural prey. I recommend that wet food should always be your cat's primary diet, but Clean Protein is the first dry cat food I believe can be a healthy choice if you want to feed dry food even as part of your kitty's diet.